0: Chip, I got a few questions. That seems fair. Uh, first of all, why
1: are we on this beach again? Think of it as a bonus vacation. Care of the Nexus Enterprise. They want us well-rested before this year's Invitational.
0: Right, right.
1: And I like that. But uh, how come we're here together? They thought it would be a nice team-building experience. You know, tighten up our chemistry, our camaraderie. Ever since, well, you know.
0: Sure, sure. Uh, that makes sense. <clears throat> okay, one more question. Why the hell are you in a suit? That's all I had on me. Besides, it's a very comfortable suit. Hey, no judgment here. It's kind of weird is all. Hell, I'm rocking the Aquadad uniform. Trunks and a baggy t-shirt. Yeah, I've been a little self-conscious. Put on a little bit of what Nam-Nam calls the ham weight. Then again, there isn't a soul for miles. Where the hell are we, anyway? Oh, the Free Isles, Storm. And you're right. They are beautiful. <sighs> ah. Yeah. Well, uh, okay then. This is pretty nice. You said it, Storm. Can't help but wonder what all the teams are up to right now, though.
2: We find ourselves in Danmere, outside of a huge coliseum of stone, with lights shining into the night sky in every direction, and we see the mortal dawn, leaving amongst a crowd of excited people, having just watched a live show of thrash bash slash gash, with tickets they had received from Spirit's Rest. Their ears are ringing, there's a lot of energy in the air, and people are returning to their individual wagons, and you were magically teleported as part of your ticket to get here. You see before you the Godswall Mountains facing Kamaris, the Everstorm roiling and turning eternally, purple lightning shooting downward, and people selling Slash Bash Thrash Gash merch. <laughs> T-shirts out of the backs of, like, things that come off the side of horses. <laughs> um, scry discs, memorabilia, magnets, commemorative pins. And people are all dressed in, you know, their thrash bash slash gash. Everyone dresses like barbarians and have a good time as they come to the show. Ears are just ringing as you come out, having experienced a completely surreal performance. Basically
3: thinking guar.
4: I'm thinking like a Raiders game, basically. All the fans (laughs) just walking out.
5: Yeah.
2: And you are awash in the sea of people that are all excitedly leaving one pinkies in their ears.
6: (laughs) That was awesome! What?! That was awesome! I think I knocked over a kid.
7: <laughs> I think a kid knocked over Chris. Uh, <laughs>
2: what? There is clearly like valet teleportation circles that people like go out to with people waiting for them to return <laughs> home. What? Tuber? Where you literally like give them a sheet of paper that's like, this is where we're going back oh. to, this is where we came from. Okay. Oh.
4: I thought they pulled the teleportation circle up to you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like,
2: yeah. Just a what? disc on wheels. And as you guys head to one of them with your slip of paper in hand, that of course says, you know, Lucinelli, uh Silver Precinct, you notice the Kamarian Everstorm. There's a huge crash of lightning and a flash of red light from beyond the mountains. And everyone sort of pauses and looks at it for a moment in reverence and concern. And it starts to kind of die down.
3: I point at it. Is that normal? I'm looking at the crowd.
2: Uh, you see, like, an older man with a group of, like, three young daughters who he's brought into the show. Or maybe friends of his children. He says, I haven't seen anything like that in a long time, but, uh, that's Kamaras for you." Is it? What? <laughs> Place is hell on earth. Who knows what kind of dark magics happen beyond those walls.
7: Does Kamaras not extend underground? Oh...
3: Let's not talk about what lives underground in Camaras. Look,
7: I thought we were just kind of a fun night. I didn't
8: (laughs) want to Given that
3: what lives underground in normal places is me, I'm thinking whatever lives underground (laughs) there is far worse.
2: (laughs) And some of you probably got some free merch with your backstage pass tickets and everything. So you could have t-shirts or headbands or whatever (laughs) matches your aesthetic slap
4: bracelets I found this cool
2: sword (laughs) (laughs) I just 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 took it from a bouncer
4: (laughs) it like lights up and turns off again
2: (laughs) oh yeah it says like thrash bash on one side and slash gash on the other
4: when you you wave it in the air it does like the LED lights that spell things it changes the name of the band every time you swing it
2: (laughs) awesome and uh, this wizard for hire outside of the ring takes your paper and says
1: hope you had a good night everybody back you go to the uh uh, but it's the silver precinct lucinelli
2: that's the one fantastic you get flashed and whooshed back first we're
3: flashed yes and then somebody wishes <laughs> us
2: back yeah he's a he's a well-paid wizard <laughs> oh <my. laughs> oh.
3: uh,
2: and as you return home you walk into the lounge of ultimate questing where someone is dead his name is Littet, and he is an undead floating skull <laughs> with glowing green eyes. And he turns as you enter and says, well, hey there, Modal Dawn, it's me, your friend Littet, here to interview you. That is some primetime television, yeah. like, like, grab them kind of bullshit. Oh, Fuck you. I don't I don't apologize <laughs> at all.
4: <laughs> so, are <laughs> are we back in the present where we just left Alkara from our last quest, or did we just arrive from the concert and Latete's here now? It was a
2: quick detour from Alcara to the concert. It was that night. Oh, okay. All right. <clears throat> I, I misled everyone in the last episode, and it's a cliffhanger that I will not say I'm sorry for. That's fine. That That's yeah, too that good. Good.
3: Where are you here?
2: I'm here to interview you. You've got the Invitational coming up, and the people want to know what's going on in your minds. We
3: just got done with quests. Then we got done with what was basically a quest inside of the mosh pit of Slash Cash Flashers. (laughs) (laughs) Blash Flashers. Well, I can come back later if it's a
2: bad time, but I figured I'd just wait around. I look at everybody else.
6: I'll do it I feel good. That's
2: fine. Whatever, let's do it. got tinnitus. (laughs) (laughs) We'll pull up a chair, everybody. Place is empty. Did you empty them out? A couple people didn't like the sight of me. There's a fella in the back, and he says, It's just me, don't worry.
3: (laughs) (laughs) No skulls in the kitchen. Could I get some consomme? My throat is a little jacked. Mm. Tea coming up. Wanted consomme, but okay.
2: (laughs) So tell me, everybody, how do you feel you've improved since you've become a hero-ranked team?
3: Well, we've learned to work
6: together, and I haven't taken away. Yeah, well, for one... I got these pretty cool horns, and, like, everyone got some stuff. Yeah, we got changed. We were, like, changed.
3: Yes, literally changed.
6: Yep, literally physically changed.
3: Yes, I I feel touched. That's a pretty nebulous question. Do you want to maybe try that again? I just
2: want to know what kind of things you feel you're better at than you were when you were just
3: a novice-ranked team. Did you expect something other than everything? I mean, you stand in the middle of these battles. You you, you fight side by side. Of course we're going to get better. Maybe ask something a little more interesting next time. Any new tricks you've learned on the road? Oh, so many. Hmm.
6: I can be a goat now.
3: Yes. I can level an entire battlefield.
6: When exactly did you pick that one up?
3: Oh, that is simply a gift. I look at the sky.
6: Hmm.
7: I can ask God's questions now.
2: I don't know. You like music? I love music. It's music to my ears. Ooh.
3: Well, well. What ears?
2: Good question. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm going to turn that around and ask you if you've had any favorite quests you've done so far, or least favorites. (gasps) Oh, 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 oh.
8: Can I go? Can I go? Can I go?
2: (gasps) I love the circus who doesn't love
3: the circus
8: do you do you saw you saw us doing our little battle thing?
3: oh I loved every minute of that I look kind of pensive for a minute I like turtles No, <laughs> 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 the dragon turtle that was great specifically watching the two of you and I pointed at Arvid and and hardifax and like, you just ran in and got your faces <laughs> melted and I just walked away and It was <laughs> fantastic.
6: <laughs> It was pretty neat saving all those people on Spirit's Rest. Um, we were able to get these protective wreaths to everybody, and it was so nice. They would have died without us.
3: That was a hard time for me, but I'm glad it happened. Mm.
6: I felt so um, so part of the community, you know? Mm. I don't know
4: what my favorite quest was. What is Heart of favorite quest? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to think of. What well, is hard? That probably experience. anyone that didn't get his arm cut off.
3: <laughs> uh, actually, while you while he's thinking, I'm mm-hmm. going to say it. No, in fact, d- despite my love of the giant dragon turtle, I think my uh, experience being tiny or the world being bigger mm-hmm. was probably my favorite. I miss the shroom
7: bar. Aww. I think coming back from being swallowed by the giant worm... I think we had an, an interesting journey to the surface. It's a shame Reginald wasn't there for you to capture all of that because it really was something else. And Herthex smiles mischievously.
2: <laughs>
7: <laughs> <clears throat> well, those
2: are great answers. Does your team have any goals for the immediate future? What are you shooting for? Do you want to keep climbing the ranks forever? Or do you want to retire?
6: Well, uh. I'm trying to teach Morty to administer potions. So that's one of my goals. Aww.
3: Licking opposable thumbs, this might be difficult. I believe in him. Hmm. <laughs> dogs can't open potions not with that attitude
2: <laughs> just gotta believe in the pup
4: <laughs> Palton step up in here not with that
2: attitude hmm. how about you team captain any battle strategies or goals you
3: want to see your team achieve as long as we don't die, I'm not terribly concerned about it. But yes, we usually tend to have pretty tight formations, and uh, everybody's been getting better as we go. They're also still making a lot of mistakes, and periodically, I would say almost every battle, there is at least one person making a very bold and unnecessary decision. Whether that's me, or Arvid, or uh, Christ, usually not Heart <laughs> attacks usually stays pretty tight.
6: Hey, maybe we should start putting a, a drack in a jar every time someone makes a stupid rash decision that gets everyone in trouble. <laughs>
8: oh, and then we could throw a party.
3: They'll be throwing a <laughs> party every party. week at that rate. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, that sounds fun to me. Well, the invitational's coming up, and I figured you all had some questions you might want to ask me. What is an invitational? It's a huge event put on by the Nexus Enterprise, where one team from each different category competes and does some fun live games and competitions. It changes every year, and it's a big secret. It's kind of like questing, but in a stadium. So not unlike the Grand Proofing. A little bit like that, but it's more of a show than a test. That said, you can still die.
7: <laughs> oh! Like any good show. Are we competing against the other teams that are in it?
2: You won't be competing with any teams outside of your ranking.
7: What? How do we compete against multiple teams if we're the only hero-ranked team? If
2: you're the team that got invited, sometimes in the past they've invited other teams of your rank just to have fun with you, but you're the stars of the show.
6: Who are in the running? Which which teams? Anyone we know?
2: The other ones that were in the choosing for the Invitational were Daxton's Death Machine and the Sons of Starlight, who are currently on hiatus.
7: Wait, did we win by default?
3: (laughs) It sounded like the Commissioner
7: really liked you guys. I like that more than default.
3: (laughs) If there is anything that I could say about the commissioner, I would say she likes enthusiasm. So I doubt she really liked this. (laughs) Well, you've got a great reputation and I
2: love your new bar. Super cool stuff. Hmm. Is it a live only gig or are there reels
8: that we can watch of past Invitational?
2: Oh, there's been recordings of all the Invitational, but like I say, they change dramatically year to year. Gotta Hmm. keep it fresh. Gotta keep them guessing. Well, what sort of things happened in the most popular years? There have been games when teams have to compete on the field against sort of mechanical automatrons or survive strange, illusory spells.
3: Will we get to meet, uh, you know, anybody from the league? Well, there will be a chosen team from every ranking. No, I mean, uh, like, uh, you know, league representatives.
2: Well, well, the announcers will be Kip and Storm, everyone's favorite duo. Will we get to uh, meet them? We'll see what's in their schedule. I don't have access to that kind of backstage, but you can always ask.
7: (sighs) Is there a prize for winning? Can you win? you win
2: it's more that we're putting on a show but if you do well you might get new sponsors or you might get prizes from big companies that are sponsoring the event
3: Hmm. look I want to meet storm okay (laughs) storm is a super swell guy super swollen guy being retired as long as he is and eating like he does I'm surprised he hasn't burst
6: can Morty come
2: well sure lots of teams bring mascots along
6: Mm -hmm. cool how many horses can I bring (laughs)
2: <laughs> you're welcome to ride a horse there and if there's any kind of competitions that involve riding you'll be able to use a mount of
3: your choice
6: yeah i'm not really ready for that
3: it's probably not a good idea especially since my mount of choice would probably be you
6: <laughs> um i i'm a good goat
2: do i sense a team romance brewing uh, <laughs> i look at him just completely incredulous <laughs> He has no expression on his face because he's a skull.
6: Not my type, and I'm not sure he has a type. What
2: an incredibly stupid question. It's what the fans love to see. This, and I just read the two of us. Who am I to judge? Love is love.
3: Oh. Oh,
6: Jim is laughing. Um, oh, boy. Oh, golly. Oh, oh, George. Well, but, God, what, God, what have you
4: found the most interesting at these inventationals?
2: Well, when I died, I started to lose a lot of my ambitions for life and becoming aware of my own happiness and sadness. i sort of programmed to ask questions and be a good friend to everyone around me.
7: So what can you tell us about the inventational?
2: Well, it's coming up in about 20 days. Uh, you'll be teleported there magically free of charge and you'll... Probably have your lives put on the line in competitions to entertain the audience as much as you can. So if you can think of ways to get the crowd going, bring your A-game.
7: What happens if someone dies during the Invitational?
2: Well, at the end of the Invitational, they'll be resurrected at a very minimal fee.
7: I mean, that's something, I guess. What happens if a team is entirely wiped out during the Invitational?
2: Then it's one for the
7: history books. Has that never (laughs) happened before? Yes, it has. Oh, well, how many are in the history books?
2: He's, like, actively, like, thinking through his memory banks.
3: I like the idea of his jaw just dropping open <laughs> as he's like oh. counting
2: with his tongue on his teeth. <laughs>
7: <laughs> I could think of ten times. Ooh, how many invitationals have there been? This will be the fifteenth. That's a pretty high
4: <laughs> rate. <laughs> looks very concerned.
7: <laughs> I mean, you're
4: putting novice ranks in.
7: Has there ever been an invitational where every team is completely wiped out and they had to dial the difficulty back the following year? Not at all. <laughs> Not since after the first one. <laughs>
6: <Yeah>. <laughs> Is there a junior league? You mean for children?
2: Yeah, youths. Well, there's the novice rank team. And then outside of things like the invitational and live shows, there are the, the little league of questing.
6: The little league?
2: You know, fun dungeon simulators for kids.
3: Battling safe, controlled monsters.
6: Oh, I wish they had those when I was a kid. That sounds great.
3: The mm-hmm. you can find them on the squid. It's out there.
6: Can we sponsor kids? You oh, sorry. Well, I, I, no, you're right. No, I'm sorry.
3: We're not sponsors. Also, yeah. don't you have enough children?
8: Aww. <laughs> oh, <my> babies.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, keep your eye out for the Little League of Ultimate Questing on Behind the Shield. You gave me everything I needed. This has been a swell interview, and I'm happy to come here and see you. If you have more questions, your patron will be see- receiving paperwork over the next few days. Good. Thank you. Thank you, Mortal Dawn. And I'll see you at the Invitational. And you see a crack form down the center of his head and he just collapses into dust.
7: Oh
3: I hope that isn't a new head every time. That skull
7: has always been creepy to me. I don't know about you guys.
3: I don't know about you, but floating skull creeps me out. Understatement
2: of censure. <laughs> and you see some like patrons looking in the window and after he's gone, they kind of like start to like seep in. like, can, can we come in now? You you open. You could always come
4: in. You said he collapsed into dust, right? Mm-hmm. Ruth Ruthhex totally like sweeps that up and puts <laughs> it in a vial. Nice. Mm-hmm.
2: And uh, some of the patrons come back in and business starts to pick up once again and someone comes up to let's say Artyom, and says, "Hey, uh just so you know, there's a big horse tied up outside and it snapped at some people when they were coming in. Uh you might want to someone brought a weirdo."
3: I'm staring at Arvid.
6: Oh, that must be Charlie. Are we settled in Charlie? <laughs> Maybe Maurice?
3: Why? Why maybe Maurice? Why are those the options?
6: They're good, they're good strong horse names. Are they? What would you name a horse? Good have you ever, horse
7: have you ever talked to a horse, Artem? Do you know what the horse names are in their culture?
6: You could,
8: you could
3: just ask it, what's its name?
6: Oh, It probably already has one. Okay, actually, yeah. that I could.
3: Are we really about to put the onus of naming this horse on law? <laughs> like, I already have to name everything? <laughs> I
6: maybe, like the idea
4: that Law maybe already has a name for this horse. already yeah, yeah, like, There's have like a, a whole story?
3: backstory to this horse.
6: Maybe we talk to him and <laughs> we find out that Arvid was just all the way like keen in on the Like they made eye contact and they were soul bonded. Oh. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then, what okay. I don't have prepared <laughs> is, a,
2: is a voice for the horse. Oh, but that's sure. always a fun mm. on the spot thing. Mm. Mm.
3: <laughs> well, I still like Mr. Least, Dread. I, know, I would I imagine too. not too different from Woodrow. <laughs> oh,
6: <no. laughs> okay, regardless of the name. I'm going to go out and check on this horse.
3: I like how you almost said Maurice. <laughs> I'm going to go check on the horse. The horse. <laughs> no,
6: uh,
2: and outside, there is places to tie up horses in front of most of the businesses in this neighborhood. And there's no horses tied up near him, but there's the giant shaggy death pony standing there, snorting, pawing at the ground, looking a bit uneasy at the people walking by. but
6: My friend, I uh, I didn't realize someone had brought you. Would you like to come inside? Do we have a stable? Do we have a stable? Do we, out of character, do we have a stable? You do not
2: have a stable built into the lounge, but there is a place outside to tie up horses. That's about it. There are liveries not too far from here where you can keep steeds.
6: Uh, Okay, so I'd like to take you somewhere to sleep for the night, and then I suppose we'll figure out what to do with you after that. Once I can prepare for it, I'll I'll, uh, ask you what your preference is, I guess. (sighs) Okay, let's go.
3: How does this horse identify? This is very important. It
6: is. Right, I'm saying he, but it could be a she. Mm-hmm. Um, I have not. I've never
3: seen a horse's genitals.
6: Um, I have not. No, I have. <laughs> Wait, are we talking about you, you, or Arvid, you? Oh, um, probably both, but yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, Arvid's definitely seen some horse junk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at all this uh, horse junk. The ten guys, tribes are we, very dependent on horses.
6: We have to move on because I have a lot to say about horse genitals. That if we don't get out of here, I'm going to start explaining some things. Like, this is, this is going like to be like the
3: know. the first 15 minutes of the French movie Beauty and the Beast. Oh, Not good.
8: Oh God. Okay. Okay.
3: So
2: Arvid leads this Kamarian warhorse to a nearby livery, and the guy who's running it's like, "Is that a Kamarian warhorse?" Uh. by the gods i haven't seen one of those since i was a kid traveling around um that's gonna be two gold a night for this one these oh. ones take a lot of maintenance
6: okay that's fair i just want you to know i think he's not totally a vegetarian
2: oh <laughs> <laughs> well, i might have to buy some stuff besides hay and oat, i suppose how, how
6: about i just give you like seven gold and i'll take back whatever isn't used
2: Oh, well, just, uh, this should cover you for two or three days plus food for it, I suppose. That sounds great. I gotta go down to the meat market. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the reason it's gonna cost you extra is because he's gonna take up three stalls, one on each side, so I don't have to put a normal horse next to him.
6: Oh. Okay, well, that's fair. I guess they probably don't like the smell of... Plus, he's just huge. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) There's that, too. I forget, because he seems so... Appropriately sized, honestly. Usually I feel bad about the horses. It's like, you know, if you were going to sit on a goat.
2: Why would I ever do that?
6: Uh, Yeah, I got to go. Okay. I got to (laughs) go. Thanks for the business.
2: Can I get your name before you go? Mysterious stranger. I think they'll
3: recognize him.
2: (laughs) And you hear a voice as you're leaving down the street says, Edna, get my armor. Jesus. Oh, it's amazing. And by the time you get back, you are joined at the lounge by Maven, who has returned. And it looks like he's got quite a suntan from spending a few extra days in Alcara past you all. He comes and he sits down. Oh, That was uh, not inexpensive, but everything is in motion. There is a boat on its way to the port of Lucinilli with a friend that you made, and they should be well taken care of. Did he say anything to you? He was very quiet.
3: Perhaps we should fill you in. Please. We'll just... Fast forward through that.
2: Right. <laughs> so you explain what happened in that bizarre cavern of eyes and with the rift to Maven. And he seems very concerned for the well-being of this child. What's your plan when they get here? Are
3: you going to take him under your wing? Is there any way that we can get some uh, people who can help research what he's claiming is happening?
7: I have an idea. The? The doctor. The doctor? The alchemist. With the go inside his brain machine. I don't know if this is his field. This is this is extra planar magic. And yeah, probably c- mixing in divine. We could go into the boy's head. Ugh. Find out from the inside what's going on.
3: Bliad, yeah, that's this is a lot. I,
2: it would give us some answers. Well, if you want I can send a letter. Just let me know what you'd
3: like me to do. Let's ask. Find out what that we take. See if there's any risk to the child but i'm just thinking what he's claiming is happening we saw happening this is not an imaginary situation the only question is what allegiance this creature that he is in contact with has and what allegiance he has mm-hmm. if we can just see if maybe any other uh, with this name of the big uh, wizard place and design da and there's the towers da yes the three hands da so maybe we can contact somebody there maybe you have some contacts in the arcane world um a few no one quite of that import
2: but maybe. people who know people
7: do any of those names mean anything to you
3: can't say that they do okay they sound like gibberish or nicknames to me i'm not looking for people of import in fact mm-hmm. i'm looking for the opposite maybe there are people who are uh largely put aside inside of these uh these casts inside mm-hmm. of these c- c- structures
7: yes. you want
2: those people it's yes, well, on the fringes as a team and as your patron we've made many contacts and alliances in the past i will do my best to reach out and find a good source to perhaps guide this child, help him find answers.
7: If this being is a, a patron like, like mine uh, that grants arcane power in exchange for service, it's unlikely this child is their only disciple. The, the House of the Basilisk, the Three Hands, they, they may have had other acolytes be contacted. Mm. We should see if they've had anyone that they've exiled for similar beliefs.
3: Hmm. Also, any heresies, things like that popping up recently would be a good thing to look into. I'm only thinking to myself, if this, if this has something to do with uh, I pat my wand, hmm. just in case.
2: That seems like something important to keep your eye out for.
3: Speaking of, it, I'm assuming it didn't noticeably react, or maybe I wasn't paying attention?
2: Not during the fight, no. Okay. Well, I do have some money that's coming to you. We received a 900 from the mission for Lord Nilerose. I did have to keep a chunk of it for the tavern upkeep and the recent ship fairing I had to take care of and some additional teleportation. So you will each receive 150. Duh. And in each of your bank accounts, you will find an extra 700 from your completion for the parts recovery from Andmar. The League came through very quickly with their payment and the Commissioner paid top coin as she promised. We each have an extra 700? Uh, That's what it says. Okay. Well, would you please put that in my account? Mm-hmm.
3: I'm going to be giving you another 500.
2: In addition to the 700
3: no okay just you give me the 700 i will give you 500 back. perfect
6: wait did you say se- was it 700 and 150
2: you each are given 150 in coin and he has received 700 for each of you that it went directly into your accounts okay if you want any of that at any time it's yours to access
3: so i have 2000 in the bank of maven yep 500 on me mm-hmm. and 900 in diamonds
2: cool
4: I'll take my seven hundred from Maven and just keep my thousand.
3: Okay. Have there been any dividends from the bank of Maven as yet,
2: as far as profits? Yeah, most of the what he has been using has been going into the business. Mm-hmm. So in a short time, it'll start being gotcha. in the black. At this so find it's still costing.
3: So the interest is being funneled back into the team mm-hmm.
2: and the well, the the lounge for now, which will turn into profit for right, the
3: time. right. That makes sense. Cool. So basically, we spent nothing, and the only thing we had to do was keep money reserved, and in exchange, we got a fucking lounge. I am good at my job.
2: Hmm. Uh, Speaking of, I have a couple of new employees I think you might
3: all like to meet. Uh, Chris, in particular, may be fascinated. Um, Mm -hmm. One of the. Look, anytime somebody says Chris might be excited about something, it always goes very, very badly for everybody. Oh.
2: Hmm. Well, I don't anticipate that this time. One of the better draws that we've had recently is having live music. So I hired a couple of in house musicians or performers to just be on call and performing quite regularly, Hmm. keeping the crowd very excited and helping manage the floor. And he introduces a pair. They look like they're probably in their late 50s, dressed like they traveled on the road. They're wearing leather armor. They have several instrument cases attached to their hips, violins, guitars on their backs, flutes hanging from their belt. Uh, one of them has like sandyish blonde hair and a very long beard that's braided, and they're both human. The other one's a little bit squatter and more rotund, and he has a very like kind face and a beard that wraps around the outside of his chin. These two have been traveling through Mackinac for many years together learning stories about our history and their ambition is to write songs about heroes and learning that they could perform here at the lounge of ultimate questing where heroes come and go all the time they were very excited and their rates are very reasonable i would like you to meet isaac davies and christian wiseman pleasure to meet you fine to meet the mortal dawn we've been a big fan of yours i've been a big fan in particular i have dreams about the lord of dancing thunder and the lord of light the dance i see it in my dreams beautiful well executed my friends
3: I blush.
2: I studied dance when I was a younger and thinner man. But I like to think I still have light footwork. But that kind of pageantry. Inspirational. Truly inspirational. Oh, you flirt. (laughs) You all have a very keen eye for performance and putting on a good show. Why, even when we're watching you on camera, it seems like you're always at a very rugged profile.
3: (laughs) We're big fans, to say the least. These are birds, aren't they? By trade and profession. With this much flirting, I think it was obvious.
2: I love them so much. <laughs> well, I know my way around a blade as well, but I'm a musician by trade, yes. Good. You'll be seeing us around, but we'll try to stay out of your hair.
4: Oh, no, please. I like my hair being played with. These oh, two, my. <laughs> these two are absolutely legendary.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that. And they will go to the stage and start performing what begins as kind of a comedy routine mm. and transmutes itself into a soft background music. Mm. And there's a, a very calm ambience in the bar. Business
3: is fine. Look, I'm hungry. I was planning on roasting some uh, Dornish gay men. Uh, <laughs> are you interested? Some what? Uh, Dornish gay men?
6: Some what? Game hen. Da! Oh! Game Hen. Game. Okay. Hen. I... Yes, I'm sure. That is not what he said. Yeah. Sorry.
3: And, the oh. muted uh, the muted M turning
7: into the H is, is very difficult. Yeah. yeah, you don't have to roast the Dornish game and they do that to each other all the time. <laughs> <laughs> when they start fighting. That's pretty loud. I'm very confused. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Jean-Pierre steps out of the kitchen. <laughs> it's true the Dornish made the biggest <laughs> and fattest gimmins in all of the lives. <laughs> I am a big fan.
8: <laughs> yes. oh, I'm
3: happy. going to go roast Dornish game hen. Ah, and... we, but first we have much plucking to do. We must go pluck the game hen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to go pluck some game hen.
2: Hand <laughs> <laughs> on your back leads you into the kitchen. Oh, my God. I'm so... I'm just... No, it's a wonderful series of jokes. <laughs>
3: I'm so glad that paid off. Oh,
2: right.
6: <laughs> I don't think we get Alante to lose it enough. It was very nice
4: Every podcast has one. <laughs> the one person who just breaks
2: for us. Sometimes it's Alante, sometimes <laughs> it's Zach. True. So Maven comes over to Chris and puts his hand on your shoulder and kind of gestures you over to the bar and has them pour you a shot of bourbon. He hmm. says, Chris, I'm not trying to pry, but I know you've been a little bit down lately. You're dealing with some things, and I understand completely.
8: Hmm.
2: I went out of my way and set aside a little treat for you I thought you might enjoy. that nearby sp- I got you a couple of tickets to use the sauna for quite a while. It's very relaxing. Oh. And I think after returning from the desert back into the winter, it-, it might help to clear your head a little bit.
8: Thank you. That
2: does sound therapeutic. And he hands you this little pass and says they're open all day. Ah, oh, I'll have to go very soon. And uh, the rest of the group is going to have a couple of days to unwind and deal with some things you spend some time cooking with Jean-Pierre. So we'll cut to Christ in the sauna. You can tell that this place is very high-end and expensive because you are here by yourself. And most of the other mm. people in this district of Lucinelli can't really afford this sort of luxury. It's a fair-sized room, wood walls and wood benches. There's a large stone basin with hot rocks in it and a little ladle with a bucket of water that you can add to it. Mm. And it's been probably 20 minutes of just calm serenity. And you can even feel yourself kind of resonating with the heat coming off of the rocks and trying to calm the chaos that usually rumbles around in your chest. Hmm. And it's been helpful. And this deep, rich voice comes from beyond the steam. and says, You know, usually I find humans to be quite boresome, but music is a language that speaks to all of us. How have you been, Christ? Yeah, boy! (laughs) Is is that who I think it is? And a figure kind of manifests from the steam. And you see a bare-chested and towel-wearing Gasteel. And you notice his body is covered with a series of fae sigils, Mm. like tattooed into his skin. And he just glistens with sweat. What are those beautiful things on your chest? Those are a kind of language that does not speak to everyone. Unlike the songs that you've been singing lately. Tell me, where does this music
5: come from? Uh,
2: It's hard to say. Maybe it's from
8: early on in my childhood, or maybe it's just
4: me. I I don't know. Hmm. Uh, I've been so
2: lost. Well, regardless, the choices you've made have been very entertaining. Mm. And like I said, humans tend to bore me quite easily, and that is not human music. And you, my friend, are not human. I'm not sure what to say to that. You're not surprised. Uh, Then tell me, what what am I? What do you think I am? You're a mystery, and that is why you have wet my appetite. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, maybe it was thoughts of you that inspired me. Hmm. I just want so badly to put the pieces of the puzzle that are Chris Zagran together and see the full picture. Oh, you might not like that picture, though. At least that's what I was told. That's a chance that I think I'm willing to take. Hmm. Tell me, Christ, hmm. where do the edges of your puzzle pieces lie? And he reaches out with one hand and lifts this ladle and pours a cup of water over the rocks. And everything fades into steam.
1: I must have fallen asleep. Storm, you doing okay?
0: Oh, I'm great, Kip. I just wish these damn seagulls would stop trying to steal my tamales. Get out of here, you dirty beach demons. Oh, gosh. How long was I out? Huh? Oh, uh, I don't know. Couple hours, I guess. Wait, where did you get tamales? Oh, yeah. There's a village up the beach a couple of miles. Nice place. I don't think most of them have seen an orc before, though. But they make a mean tamale. They had no idea who I was. Kinda nice just being a regular schmuck, you know?
1: Well, I'm not sure I do. I think it's sad they don't watch the OUQ out here.
0: Nah, I think it's great. They live the simple life, while in a way they are hours watching the sky instead of watching the scry. And they got everything they need.
1: I just... We bring so many people joy and excitement. I want everyone to feel that warmth and energy. I want everyone to understand how special this thing is that we do. I don't... I don't understand why you'd want anything else.
0: Crap, Skip. You're acting weirder than usual. I think it's great you're passionate and all, but there's more to life than mindless entertainment. But they can't just...
1: I... I...
0: Whoa, whoa, whoa. Kip, I... Kip. Kip, you okay? Kip! Nexus! Give me a god cleric! Nexus! I know you're watching. Your golden boy's broken again. Don't worry, pal. I'm here. Just stick with me. you need to be okay. Hang at you.
1: Right you are, Storm.
0: Hang at you. Oh, God, Skip. What do they do to you?
1: Sometimes nature can be cruel. It can make us nervous or give us chronic pain, bad vision, stiffness, anxiety, the list goes on. But nature can also offer up solutions. That's our specialty. Come down to High Adventure Herbal Dispensary for a wide array of enchanted plants grown in the sacred druid's grove. It's everything adventurers need to handle the long road ahead. We have a large menu of specialty house drains like Purple Dragon, Alcaran Kush, Quainian Dreams, O'Gorillon Glue, Minotaur's Haze, Bearded Devil, Scuffed Truncheon, Chronicles of Partia, Huff and Puff, Blue Beholder, and Chunky Thunderwagon. Daily specials on ounces, pounds, and hogsheads. We sell crystalline water pipes, pre-rolls, and chocolate cookies. They're just regular cookies, but my mom makes them, and they kick ass. High Adventure Dispensary. Every journey needs a trailblazer.
0: Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf burnt wine. Erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague ridden world that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Bantwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.
3: Hey, LU Cuties, next week is the Invitational and our one year anniversary episode of the LUQ. Woo! We have got a lot of big changes that I think you're going to love, so be ready for some top-tier D&D and some big shake ups But that being said, I want to thank all of our wonderful legendary Patreon subscribers for their continued support. It is just breathtaking how many of you care so much for the show, and every dollar you contribute makes a huge difference. So without further ado, Jeff Ammons, Dave Mladenov, Isaac Davies, Jack Phillips, Christian Weisman, Zan Cam, Jen Finch, Eerie Lunarose, and Maisie, you are, uh, everything. Anyway, if you want to get a personal message on the show or if you're interested in promoting a business or a podcast of your own, please send an email to admin at If you want to support the show in other ways, check out our website, theluq.com. You can find links to our Patreon, our other podcast, D20 Questions, and there's an affiliate link for Level Up Dice, a manufacturer of fine luxury dice. Every click and purchase counts towards helping us out, so we really appreciate it. Thanks again, and let's just get you back
0: to the action.
5: only get one life we need to make the most of it for some of us the same is true with your eyes if your vision fades or you get injured it could be the last thing you ever see we're cyclopses we don't have a backup eye so come into one view cycloptometry to get the best care for your precious sight orb before an adventurer sticks an arrow or a spear into it why do they always do that this season, ask about our specials on bifocals. One view cycloptometry will make your vision a perfect 20.
2: We cut to a scene with Arvid wandering down the street of the Rot Ward with this massive shaggy death pony that you have kind of adopted in a way. Making sure it has time to get out and about, not be stuck in a stable, uh, learn to adapt to the city, because obviously it might be staying here for a while until you find it a new home. Wasn't Shaggy Death Pony that one indie band? Oh, boy, I missed that one.
6: <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> I think it would behoove Arvid to uh, <laughs> to put up some like some kind of like, hey, have you lost an animal? Lookout thing and in, in, back in. Uh, uh, was that an Alcara? Alcara? You your yeah. You're just going to
3: fucking schlep back to Alcara <laughs> no, no, no. so you can hang up some lost horse freak signs? Yeah, I'll
6: just send a message to Hab Hakima and be like, Hey, I found a horse. Can you leave some, like, nondescript thing? And, like, if someone comes looking for him, you can give him my address. Contact
4: Arvid Ulfman <laughs> in Lusinili for your missing horse. <laughs> you, you could
2: also, I'm picturing you hanging up some here because the fact that it was found in Alcara, like, that's... As weird and equidistant as Leone is from Camaras. yeah. Um, just so like missing, missing
6: like horse.
3: found, scary horse, <laughs> or just keep the freaky
6: thing. Um, you know, if if you think this is your horse, describe it, and I. <laughs>
3: if I was to offer it apples or veal, which would it be? <laughs> <laughs>
8: You. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's the horse.
2: You're, you're spending some time with the scary horse. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's following you around and it, you know, occasionally snaps at a nearby coach, but it doesn't hurt
3: anyone. Just random coaches wandering around? <clears throat> yeah, it's like, hey,
2: <laughs> the LUQ coaches from the field. Um,
3: <laughs> Craig T. Nelson's just like, hey, what, what the
2: hell? <laughs> Get out of here. Uh, <laughs> and you hear a voice from down the street
3: Hey, hey, runt.
2: And uh, you hear some footsteps approach from behind you. And you turn to see Cousin Goro, dressed in adventuring gear with a broadsword across his back. And it looks like he's seen some rough road.
6: Cousin Goro, you say? Mm Mm-hmm. Was it
3: the same cousin that we saw?
2: He was the one you met in truce, yes.
6: Just for, for my sake to recap, what was it? We said that he was not totally sure he actually met me because we got him super drunk and told everyone at the bar to tell him he made it up. Right. You
2: attempted to get in blackout drunk, and he did, in fact, blackout. We
6: did what we could. He Mm -hmm. may or may not uh, be super sure about stuff, but he found me. And the other thing was that I think I mentioned saying something like, okay, I'm going to start writing my family and stop being afraid or whatever. So Mm -hmm. he may not have got those letters, though, because he's probably not residing in, like, Dorne.
2: Right. He's not back with the Ten Tribes at all.
6: Yeah, so he may be, maybe just doesn't know anything. Anyway, just catching up myself up. Okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah.
2: <clears throat> and as he steps forward, he wraps you up in this big, overly aggressive hug, which kind of rolls into a headlock, Noogie.
6: Oh, <laughs> Goral, good to see you.
2: I've been following you for a long time.
6: <laughs> that doesn't sound too ominous.
2: <laughs> you left me in quite a state back in Truce.
6: You always liked being in a state, right? <laughs>
2: That's true. I did ask for it, but tried to get the other bar people to believe I didn't actually see you. I thought that for maybe a whole week. Those kooky guys. <laughs> he gives you a slap on the chest and said, "You told me you joined the league, and I wasn't sure what that meant until I looked it up. I see you on scry screens all over the place."
6: Uh, yeah, I'm almost famous, right?
2: <laughs> Looks like you're making quite a bit of coin, too. He says, kind of showing. No, there. not
6: really. It mostly goes to a charity. I'm investing in children
2: looking you up and down, like, what's that? Mithril? That ain't cheap.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Investing in children. I'm investing in in youth futures. (laughs)
4: It's the one commodity you know is gonna grow.
6: (laughs) Oh, cute. Uh, yeah, yep, this was, um, the, you know, the league, they need me to be ready for anything, so...
2: Look, I've been following you. I joined some caravans and got a little bit of action on the road, you know, protecting people that are paying me coin, but the pay is garbage. I thought maybe I'd come see how my little cousin's doing. It seems like the two of us, we don't want to go back to the Ten Tribes anytime soon, am I right?
6: Yep, both of us in the same... We're pretty place. much the same person, <laughs> yeah, am I same, right? Same person. <laughs> How's your mom and dad doing? I haven't seen them in a, in quite a while, but I've been writing them since Spirits Rest. It's something... Sh- something felt different you know in the air oh you've been you've been
5: you've been writing them
6: yeah I haven't gotten your letters back yet
7: you learned to write <laughs> you uh you know dad doesn't know how to read right <laughs> he's an old edition barbarian
2: <laughs> so they, they they know where you're at and everything's good
6: uh, again I'm not hundred percent sure I haven't gotten any word back from them uh-huh. maybe you should go and talk to them and, and come back and let me know what they've said. If I give you, I can try to scrounge up maybe like three gold, you know? Ten?
2: Well, I, uh, <laughs> not gonna lie to you, little runt. Uh, I came here hoping that maybe uh, it seemed pretty clear that you didn't want your family to know where you were. Starting with me. Because I was there. You head butted me. You fed me a little too much booze. Alright. You bribed the bar to lie to me.
6: Yeah, you're...
2: <laughs> <laughs> we'll say mixed signals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of hoping maybe I could uh, convince you to convince me to keep my mouth shut.
6: Uh-huh. Headbutt him.
2: But it kind of sounds like you already reconnected those ties.
6: Yeah, it's really honest of you to admit that you were going to try to blackmail me. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da. <laughs> I appreciate that, actually.
2: Look. I'm trying to become an adventurer kind of like you, you know, fighting on the road, helping the small weaklings of the flatlands. These people, they don't know their way around a weapon. I'm here to help them. They can't take care of their horses. What is that Kamarian? Say you don't got money, you can buy Kamarian war.
6: Horses. I found him.
2: Yeah, sure, you just found him lying <laughs> in the street.
6: <laughs> Actually, it was a
2: beach. <laughs> Watch the scrid, you tit. <laughs> If you want, I can deliver a message for you back to your family. It's just, I might need some money for the road, and it's going to be more than three gold.
6: Okay, okay, okay. What would be a reasonable amount?
2: Uh, He holds up his big, thick fingers. says, kind of eyeing you, estimating how much you might have. Fifty gold, Drac. Kind of leans on your horse, and it snaps him, and he stops.
6: (laughs) <clears throat> is this for both ways to deliver and come back and talk to me
2: if i get back to the ten tribes i'm probably gonna stay for a while
6: oh yeah 60 gold even you know <laughs> bring some to the local economy it'll be great you, you know give mom and dad a, a new dog sled i don't know bearskin rug <laughs> bearskin rug
2: if you have anything you want me to deliver to them i'll guard it with my life but uh yeah 60 gold it's a deal he says holding his massive hand out
6: all right buddy
2: Hey, little rud making himself a name. Uh, You're going places. I always I always knew you were special.
6: You told me I was the dumbest of us. <laughs> <laughs> it was
2: different kind of special. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm the jealous type, you know?
6: That's there. That's there.
2: Maybe someday you grow another foot and everything will be a okay.
6: Yep, maybe. Well, Thank you. I thought you meant like a third foot, <laughs>
4: not like a one a, more foot. not get a foot tall. Kick ass in stereo. Right?
6: <laughs> kick ass in stereo. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a nineties joke. You That's come like back. you killed him. You killed him. He's dead. <laughs> kick ass in
8: stereo.
2: <laughs> Is that from something? No, I just kind of I fell love, out of my head. I love it. Well, if there's anything you want me to bring back to your folks, I can uh, keep it close to my heart, you know.
6: Yeah. Can I put you up for a night, and I'll write something for them, and you just make sure they get it? Yeah,
2: sixty gold plus room and board. I love it.
6: All right. Okay. Tell me where. Uh.
2: You know, lots of cheap taverns in the area.
6: Yeah. Most are good. Right. And by good, I mean normal. Sure. Regular.
2: Yeah. You send him to the <laughs> King's Fisher's Galley, which is nearby. Sounds good. Yeah, get him the best the
3: Hotel 8 that you could possibly find <laughs> So he
2: racks up a little bit of a tab while he's there and you end up spending 65 gold to get Goro uh, to be quiet and go away, but he will also deliver a message to your family for you. So you can feel free to write that up and we'll cover that.
6: It feels a lot less like exploitation. He, he mm-hmm. was
2: straightforward about
6: it, I guess. <laughs>
3: It's really honest of you to admit that you were going to blackmail me. That's <laughs> yes, a good line. You know, he's got a good rate
4: too. I mean, Alante's tried to tried to stimulate children' economy with with more than more that. Than that yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Children' economy. <laughs> children' economy. Investing in children. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so, with that touching family reunion, we will cut to the kitchen of the lounge of Ultimate Questing, where Jean Pierre is showing you how to make radish roses, mm-hmm. um, and he's loaned you one of his old knives to use for the time being. Artyom, you have good finger work. You just have to focus on the flavors now. Your presentation it is getting better, yes?
3: Yes. I, I never really cared much for presentation. Most, uh... Most raw food is just slops. You know my favorite
5: thing about being a chef? Is all day long you are tasting.
2: Ah. <laughs> and there's a knock at the kitchen door, and Maven leads his head in and says... It's later in the evening now. He says, uh, Artyom, you have a visitor. Are you sure? I...
3: It's Loshad. Ah, the uh, Excuse me, Jean-Pierre. But of course... Excuse me, chef. (laughs) you. I peek my head out.
2: And you see, uh, leaning on the bar, kind of like facing the stage, Uncle Lo Shad. he looks kind of disheveled, like he's maybe had a rough day. And he's got an empty drink in front of him. But it looks like he has coin in front of him as well that he had paid for it with. I set down my little radish rose. Eat it. And as he turns and looks at you, you see the side of his face and his eye has been completely beat to hell. Oh, little Artyom. uh, He spits out. You see a tooth kind of (laughs) shoot out of his mouth and he tucks it in his pocket. He shoots back his drink. I had a rough day and I thought maybe I would come and see my little Moyle.
3: I lift up and I pat him on the cheek. And as I do, I cast Healing Word.
2: Ah. And you see a wash of confusion go over his face as some of the bruising starts to fade and some of the bloodshot in his eye fades to a gentle pink instead of a wash of red. And what happened? It is just the surface world. You know, these people, they uh,
5: they are not so fond of the
2: gesturing to you and him. No. Some of them are not as open-minded as your friends here. They see me and they think maybe I am bad guy who
3: come to steal children, babies, things. Was this them doing something the self-defense or was somebody looking for you? They were doing the fight picking, as it were. I was at
2: work and getting off my shift at the docks, and some of the sailors from uh, who knows where, maybe Capitol, they say, wanted to pick on maybe someone not human for the night.
3: In the um, other stevedores, they do nothing? They were
2: all going different directions. They don't see his night as good as me. They follow me for a ways.
3: Since when are draft. spotted?
2: I'm trying to fit in. I'm not hiding in shadows. That makes me more spooky creepy. Oh, so <laughs> it's not a big deal. It happened. Who? Just some sailors.
3: What sailors?
2: Moyle, I don't want to make this a thing. I just come to see you for my heart, not my face.
3: <laughs> Cut to their ship That's... just ablaze on the. <laughs> you have to understand. You don't want to make this a thing. I wanted to make them not a thing. <laughs> no, you have reputation now. You can't go pick fights like they do. Maybe.
2: I just, you know Loshad, he has strong back, and if he
3: wanted to put up a fight, he could whip ass pretty good. To be fair, this was not much. I gesture his face. Oh, you should see one of them. <laughs> 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 I know you've taken worse, but you have to understand that this is not acceptable in the surface world. There are actually people to protect you from these things. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, you might see them around, they are wearing stupid outfits, they all look the same. Oh
2: They call him Silas Constable.
3: Duh. Yeah. That is what they are for. Hmm.
2: I try to avoid all the other sailors say good to keep away from them.
3: The best advice I can give you is do not kill them. Yeah. If you, if you kill them, even if you have good reason, they might decide this is not acceptable.
2: Ah. I have a lot to learn about these surface people. I thought maybe this kind of fight was normal.
3: No, it's, it is normal for idiots and cruel children. Man. Hmm. Yeah. They hate you because you are different.
2: I thought maybe they have so much freedom up here they can do what they want with their
3: fists. No, nobody is allowed to hurt anybody unless they have uh, well, unless they are being paid for it by the league.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I understand. I was very confused by this, but uh, I am glad that I came to see you, ask questions. You know, always learning.
3: The... And I'm sorry that I've been so distant. I hope uh, I hope after spirits. No, rest... no, boy, you've been busy, busy boy. Oh, after spirit's rest, I've been trying to be a little bit more uh, expressive, as they say here. What, which I do not understand, but okay. It seems weird to me. Well, do not worry about old Uncle Loshed. Loshed will be fine. Do not be afraid to hurt them, though. Yeah, I
2: try not to stand out too much, though. Boy, I get one good, though.
3: Next time something like this happens, take note of who they are. Maybe we don't make a big fuss, but maybe they wake up without legs. Mm. <laughs> Let's just
2: say that now one of them has jaw face starboard, nose face port.
3: <laughs> Very good. Very good. See me learning ship terms and everything. <laughs> have you been at sea yet?
2: Only a little. No? To go out and get barge vessels collecting boxes
3: from ships do not port. I'd like to see you on board. Ugh. You go from left to right, uh, they have to change sails. This rich human food, it passes right to me when I get out on the sea.
5: <laughs> I've never had food come up like that.
3: Or go out like that. Ugh.
5: <laughs>
2: Uncomfortable. <laughs> Tell me, you, you are done working, yes? No. Come, have a drink with Uncle Loshit.
3: My treat, eh? I have something for you. Huh? Uh, there. I picked this up in El Cara. This is a very, very weird place, very hot place. Mm-hmm. So hot, even the food is hot. I show yeah. you it. I go upstairs. Like from, stew? Uh, not quite. Right. I run upstairs. I come back with a jar of the, the peppers. <laughs> right. And these ones are called Wraith tongues what intense I pull out a right tongue Mm -hmm. watch you see I take a bite Um, Uh and you see how my face is not uh, is is a lot wow
2: you've gone from like a dark purple to like a bluish red
3: yeah wowzers you might remember I don't know I used to like uh, burn myself Mm -hmm. for fun well this like this confused boy (laughs) hmm Smell like berry. It's very good. Eats it. Oh no! (laughs) (laughs) no. What do I do? (laughs) Oh, you don't understand. There's nothing you can do. (laughs) Oh no! (laughs) This is like. uh, This is is just how it is now. (laughs) (laughs) Take it shot of alcohol it'll help <laughs> this, is, this is like plant decided to absorb all the pain of sunlight and turn it into the fresh berries for you <laughs> it's like I eat scorpion Da. Mm-hmm.
5: this See, is like, forever
3: I like <laughs> <laughs> it feels like forever but yeah maybe uh, 30 minutes oh okay I understand milk helps why they do I do not know I don't know I, I know why I do this mm-hmm. uh, the same reason I follow sunlight god I like the pain hmm but I realize like a lot maybe not so much
2: uh, not in my mouth hole Whoa! <laughs>
6: well have Whoa! i got some juice for you <laughs> Whoa!
3: well tell me
2: more about this alcara and have drink
3: with uncle lotion yeah i'll just i'll have a few drinks which yeah. is not normally my thing but sure
2: but he's very insistent and loving mm. and we will cut to the upstairs where harithax is by himself, maybe meditating in bed or putting together a tincture
4: yeah probably putting together a tincture um is it possible for Heruthex to brew, I don't really know how it's supposed to be pronounced, but Kaotum's... Uh, com- com- kombucha? You know, <laughs> Kaotum's ointment? Kaogtum's ointment?
2: Have oh, the, the rub-on healing potion yeah. stuff?
4: Yeah, the, the healing like the salve. Is I, I, I don't know. K K E O G H T O M or something like that. It, I
2: think at this point you're still like working on healing potions
4: It looks Celtic. <laughs> That's yeah. all I can tell you about. You're
2: not quite there, but you think with more training you okay. could probably figure it out. Those all are right. pretty powerful healing items. Yeah. But while you're working and tincturing, you f- see in front of you just like a little tiny cloud of green mist start to form. And it starts to swirl into a little bit of a circle. And a voice issues out from it. Kaladrakar, scale.
7: Is Kaladrakar uh, a greeting? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's
2: like a very—it's like something an elder would say okay. to a disciple.
7: Kaladrakar, um, elder. How have you been? Uh, busy and troubled, if I am honest.
5: I heard from the Azure Scales that you came and helped them with your friends.
7: I did. There was something there I wished to talk to you of. Ah, then it is the God's will that I have
5: come to speak to you. It is kind of you and a blessing to your bloodline to help
7: the Azure Scales with the hatchlings. There is nothing worse than an egg thief.
5: Nothing. I assume they are dead now. Um, well... Shadow Scale, how could you walk away from an embalacra?
7: We didn't walk away from him. He's on his way here. It was a a human boy, but he was gifted with powers. He had bound some kaua to his will, forced them to do his bidding. He was enacting some kind of ritual. He claimed that it would open the eyes of.
4: Did he? Did he have a name for it, or did just he have a, a titles? Just a, a, a bunch of titles.
2: Yeah. the stranger in saffron rags yeah. and she who slum, or she who hungers for a circle enclosed are yeah. two of the names
7: yeah um for, oh, sorry the names are really fucking rad yeah <laughs> the names were really fucking metal um <laughs> the stranger in saffron robes she who hungers for the open circle uh, whatever it was
4: <laughs> i'm not a memory person we established this earlier <laughs> in the podcast
5: yes
7: do you know anything of this this entity It sounds
5: like the names for an old one before the names of the humans existed. He
7: said that this being would be able to prevent the destruction that befell Selvarax from falling upon this world. But to do it, he needed the eggs. We did not let him have them.
5: So a human hatchling stole Drakar
7: hatchlings? Yes. And the child was corrupted by an old one? That is what we think. We are bringing it here to see if it has... More information we can glean, but do you know anything of the tragedy of Selvorex? You were there, were you not, in the final days?
5: I was just out of the egg myself at the time, but some of the elders came with us and told the tale. They say that before it fell, there was a white light that washed over all of us and many could not look away.
7: A white light? Did they describe it as prismatic or, or pure white?
5: It was a pure, bright, glistening
7: white. This being he tried to usher forth, from its dimensional rip, prismatic light, it was erupting. Hmm. It was trying to reach for the eggs. I think they were an offering. Ah, yes. Old entities like that have power from the circles of
5: life. Eggs are a symbol of this, a beginning, quite an offering to a strange beast. These names, you say? We had to study the plains before we traveled and fled our homeland. I fear that I have heard similar things before.
7: The architect of disquietude. The architect of disquietude? She who slumbers in agony. And she wants to open her eyes. That's what the child said. He was trying to help her open her eyes. Yes, the eyes. That
5: is the power. She would wake up then. Look to the night sky out the window, young shadow scale. Do you see the blue spirit moon? I look outside. We did not have colored moons in Salvarax, just one a white and gray this one it is a gift from the gods a shield a porthole with which this old one gazes it cannot pass but it can observe and its eyes are its power here perhaps it wanted to open something stronger than a simple cliff an in influence it could have here in our realm as it cannot pass the barrier What should we do with the child? (sighs) Find them a new path, but listen to its warnings. There is great knowledge that comes with madness. Things you cannot learn with a sane mind. I understand. Hmm. Salvarax, the white light, it seemed to pull the life out of everything they say. The child said the same was coming from Machinar. Perhaps. There are many planes, but... It would be foolish not to try to protect that which is ours. Perhaps the Drakkar are cursed, and it will follow us from one plane to the next. I do not know, but every night I dream of the white light they spoke of. Just remember, young Shadow Scale, sometimes the most terrifying things in this world are the most beautiful.
1: Where am I? Uh how long was I out? Wait, didn't I already say that? once this episode? Oh, uh, hey, Storm.
0: Hey, Kip. You're right.
1: Oh, uh, uh, must have fallen asleep. Wow, this this sunset is beautiful. The Free Isles really are magical.
0: Yeah, they're um, they're great.
1: Oh, well, what are
0: you eating? Us? That's a seagull. Not very good. But they ain't squawking so loud now, are they? (laughs) Oh, Oh, I hope they're recording this. This is top-shelf footage. I'm sure they are, pal. I'm sure they are. (sighs)
1: That has been a really nice vacation. I was so excited for the invitationals, I guess I burned myself out a little bit.
0: Yeah, make 'em easy to get caught up in the hype. Gotta remember to take a breather now and then. Really soak it all in. Well, I feel great. I'm glad you're here with me, Storm.
1: This is just what I needed.
0: Yeah, good. Good. I'm glad you're feeling yourself. Whoever that is now.
1: W- what's that, pal?
0: Uh, what about a seagull?
1: <laughs> no thanks, Storm. I'm just gonna watch the sun go down. And think about next week. Gosh, I can't wait to get back in the booth.
0: The show must go on.
3: That was fucking rad. I agree. Uh,
6: yes, here, here. Fucking rad.
3: Here, here. All in That's favor? Say aye. 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 No, genius. don't say aye. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh,
6: you've let it out. We've
3: invoked. Oh. We've invoked that. Those are some solid fucking goofs, man. There were some good ones. There were some yeah.
2: solid fucking goofs. The Dornish game hen was.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Not only that, it's
2: just funny because it's Dornish game hen but <laughs> The way our yeah. Uh. Good.
4: Well done, Zach. Thank you. Well done. <laughs> A tasty string. With that, thank you for listening to the League of Ultimate Questing. On and NPR. I it- was On- <laughs> literally, you fucking. We've done this bit before, oh, actually. Did you like yeah. smooth jazz? Yeah, we've done this bit before. Um, I'd like to go around the table and introduce my fellow players, starting with Sam, the young lady.
6: Damn, it's me. Yeah, I'm that's the, the one. one.
3: Charge. Apologize oh. to-, Apologies to everyone who had their volume turned out <laughs> right, right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah they, they turned it up
0: because uh, i was quiet
3: and then sam
4: p- p- punished punished and them. Switch, yeah uh, it's me sam you play.
6: play arvid druid barbarian boy who uh is turning out to be a, a beast master everybody is my baby
4: yeah Everyone you're gonna have be. to take a level in ranger so you can get an animal companion and by oh, a level i mean three ra- levels you
6: already have morty what do you need Hey, Morty just... isn't really an animal companion. She he's said she a was a companion that is also an animal. Right. Yeah, oh. she
4: said she was going to multi-class, and the, again, you that's know, it's bunny. it's coming. He's not my boyfriend. He's yeah.
3: one... he's a boy. He was my friend. <laughs> he's a pet with benefits. <laughs>
8: <laughs>
6: <laughs> <laughs>
3: don't fuck the dog.
6: No, you to be gross? I meant, I meant
3: don't screw up. <laughs> don't screw the pooch. Oh, oh, yeah, man. God, Jesus. Yeah. I think
6: that's how you you specifically have to use the word pooch for that to be right. not.
3: I really love fuck the dog instead of screw the pooch. It's, it's
6: got to come with Artyom. like, believe, don't fuck Morty. Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I believe that was the original phrase, actually. Don't fuck the dog. Yeah, yet. I think it was... It, uh, I, I've read about the phrase screw the pooch before. I think that was, in fact, the original phrase. I would not be surprised. Anyway. Um, something new every My name every is Michael. Session. I play Haruthax. Uh, I'm a dragonborn warlock, and we're just going to continue the outro with... Oh, hi, I'm Alante. I play Christ the resident, 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 revenant. Not till you die. The resident, resident, ah, the resident, resident, revenant. The resident, resident, revenant.
3: That's so difficult. I am Zach. I play Artian Volkov, the cleric of sunlight and suffering. I am also the technical director for Slapdash Studios, which means I do all the techie weird shit behind the scenes. I also want to thank Tori Christensen for editing uh, so much.
1: Notorious.
2: My name is Law. I'm the dungeon master for the League of Ultimate Questing and the creative director of Slapdash Studios.
4: As you no doubt know by now, new episodes of our podcast come out every Monday. If you are a fan of our show coming out every Monday and you want to hear more episodes for the rest of time, I can't promise that, <laughs> but for, for as long as we can continue making it, please take a moment, pick a friend that you think would enjoy this show And listen to it with them. Uh, Check up. See how they like it. Uh, Do active sharing rather than passive sharing. Don't just post on Twitter. Hey, you'd like this podcast. Tell someone. Tell someone you know would like the podcast. People listen to that way more than just, hey, check this out. Nobody does that. I've Mm -hmm. probably got 16 messages in my phone of similar things. I've never once clicked on that link. Uh, So you should be more involved in that. If you would like our podcast to continue growing, oh man!
6: If somebody ever asks, like, "What's Dungeons and Dragons?" because you know that happens, and then you have to have an answer. This should be your answer. Like, oh, let me show you. You, oh yeah,
3: I would it's a love. Sports game. I would love <laughs> D D. Somebody's first experience with D D to be League of Ultimate Questing. This certainly
4: <laughs> is an example of Dungeons and Dragons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um Oh no, I'm pulling a Sam. Where am I? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Sorry. (laughs) Uh, uh, Probably around, visit the website.
4: Yeah. Uh, All right. Uh, Please visit slapdashstudios.com or theluq.com to get links to all of our social media Facebook, Slapdash Studios, Twitter, and Instagram at slapthedash. We share weekly bonus content on Fridays, lots of great DD memes.
3: It is the best way to interact with ya boys. Honestly, you can just follow the Facebook page just for all the memes Law is constantly posting. That's true. You, like Even if you're like, eh, the show really isn't for me, just follow the page. It's worth following. From our website, you
4: can also find links to the Patreon account, which is the really only thing that is currently funding the show. Pretty much. And if you like the show, um, you may imagine funding is rather important. So for that legendary team out there, huge thank you mm-hmm. you guys and gals mm-hmm. yep there's a yep. whole mix everybody yep yep you guys and gals a beautiful blend you guys and gals make this show happen and for those of you who can't afford legendary that is okay for those of you who even are donating a dollar genuinely it adds up thank you so incredibly much
3: uh um, three is the big tier that's where you start getting like access to bonus episodes the good yeah the good shit yeah oh man but you know what
4: but you know what Five people donating
2: $1 is better than one person donating three for the show. Agreed. Yeah. So it's true. And I just want to throw out real quick that we haven't gotten any kind of like fan art in a while. If you submit that on social media, we will share it immediately
4: we will share the ever living hell out of that
3: any fan art if you want to make like a like an animatic of some of the segments of the show or if you just want to take a clip of your favorite parts in the show anytime you hear something you're just like i'm in love with this just share it with us let us know i would love to have a list of just everybody's favorite moments definitely
2: and it hasn't made it onto our little prompter here yet but i will throw in also if you check out the episodes there's a link to level up dice um we're still in kind of a holiday area now if you want to get some new beautiful stone dice Check them out. Every time we get a click on that link could potentially help us in the future with the Dysomancy program. Yeah.
4: And uh, this is our last episode before our big, big one year bash. Is it not? Mm hmm. Uh huh. So get ready for that.
3: We're still not even sure what we're going to do for it since this is literally a month before that. Yeah.
6: I could bring cupcakes.
3: Yeah. A month. <laughs> yeah. For the audience. <laughs> we'll email you a cupcake. Yeah. <laughs> An
4: E cupcake. I was also going to say we have another League of Ultimate questions coming up. If you have questions, tweet them, email them. admin at com. Facebook works. Discord works. There is a Discord. You get access to it. You can find it right on the main uh, Slapdash Studios page, right? Mm-hmm. I think so. Send us a letter. Any means you have of contacting us, use that.
3: Send <laughs> us your questions. We do not have a P.O. box. You listen, they could find it if they tried hard <laughs> enough. <laughs> Hey, if you, spread it, if you spread the word to enough people, we will get a P.O. Yeah. box. And I will happily tell everybody what we get in that P.O. box.
4: I'll show mm-hmm. up at work. They'll be like, this letter arrived for <laughs> I'll be like, To Applebee's. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How do they know? It's uh, just a liver. Uh, but anyway, if you like our show, you may like the other uh, show that Zach and Lon do called D20 Questions, where they interview uh, nerd moguls, uh, also known as Nurgles, uh, about <laughs> various gaming projects that's also a 40k demon yeah I know it is (laughs) he's the the father of all sickness I guarantee
3: Marshall Short would be stoked to hear that he's referred to as a Nurgle I'm I'm sure he
4: probably would who wouldn't to be fair but anyways this is dragged on long enough I'm quite sure
2: it's dungeons and dragged on yeah it's dungeons (laughs) and dragged on that's that's too bad We,
4: (laughs) we love all of you LU cuties and we hope that with your help we can keep growing and questing together until next time we wish you luck